podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you in cooperation with the SJ Network. If you're a person who'd like to appear on a podcast, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Today's guest, Adam Shibley, is the host of the Podcasting Business School. He teaches podcasters how to increase their listenership and monetize their podcasts. It would sure be great to earn money making a podcast. Once I was so broke, I couldn't pay my electric bill. Those were dark days. Attention, rebels of the Sherpolution. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts, including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa Chalet. As a reminder, tonight's comics are opener Skip Taylor and headliner Mulu Burns. Since Skip's jokes were written by the Sherpa, we advise you to skip Skip to Mulu. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hello there, Rebels, and welcome to Too Many Podcasts. It is the podcast about podcasts and so much more. How am I doing with that emphasis thing, guys? Didn't get it right yet? Okay, well, I'm trying. Anyway, I am Jim the Podcast Sherpa. I am your guide through this mountain of podcasts in this wonderful media we call Podcastia. And you've tuned into a really interesting episode today. And that is largely in part to my guest today. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? His name is Adam Shibley, and he is the host and creator of the Podcasting Business School. Now, Adam is a podcaster and has been one for several years. And now what he does with his podcast is he works with other podcasters to help them increase their listenership and even monetize their podcast. Hmm. Make a little scratch on the side, as they say. I don't really know who says that, but somebody does anyway. And I got to get to know him and... Not only did I get to know him, it was a double bonus for me because his podcast is on my podcast playlist. So I'm always tuning in to hear what advice he's got for the podcasters out there. And as a matter of fact, not too long ago, he interviewed some former guests of this show, The Skeptic Metaphysicians. You remember Will and Karen. We had a lot of fun with them. That's an episode I've still got to check out, but I know I'm going to get to it. There's lots of good stuff. He's got so many good things to say. He's got new episodes coming out and a whole big backlog of episodes that I've got to catch up on. So the man is definitely keeping me busy. And he's put me to work on with this episode too. So even if you're not someone who's thinking about doing a podcast, you still want to catch this interview. Adam is a lot of fun, had a lot of great stories, really enjoyed speaking with him. And even if you're someone who wants to start up their own business, maybe take some words of advice and kind of tweak it to the business that you're in. He's an interesting guy. He's got some great ideas and a wonderful speaker and a fun person. Uh, why don't we move on to my interview with Mr. Adam Shibley from the Podcasting Business School. 
Hello there, Rebels of the Sharp Pollution. My guest today is many things. He is a personal trainer. He is an author. He's been a business owner, but we are talking to him with his, well, not new podcast, but a podcast that he's had a while and he's been helping tons of people. It's called the Podcasting Business School. His name is Adam Shibley, coming to us from St. Louis. Adam, welcome to the show. Sherpa, I'm very excited to be here, man. I, uh, I'm i a fan of anybody that loves podcasting as much as you, man. I can tell you really enjoy it. And uh, us us podcasters got to stick together. So I'm always honored to be invited on and share a platform like this. And I'm, I'm ready to rock, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, yeah, that you're here. You know, I've always felt that as podcasters, we're not born into this. We all kind of have our own little unique reasons. And yours really kind of started with... Lo- was it with losing weight? It, was that really the, the the trigger for everything? Yeah. Well, I went on a weight loss journey and I ended up losing over a hundred pounds. So I weighed a little bit north of 300 pounds and I ended up getting down around the 200 pound mark. And that created a fitness business opportunity in my hometown back in Bloomington, Indiana. And uh, that really took off and kind of long story short, Instead of doing like a franchise or something like that, I wanted to grow my impact. And I was like, I think this podcasting thing, I listen to a lot of podcasts. This sounds cool. So I started a health podcast. I started a weight loss podcast back in 2015. And that was uh, my first taste. Yeah, that was that was when I got hooked and uh, everything kind of spiraled out of that. But yeah, if uh, I didn't go on that weight loss journey, then who knows where I'd be. It's an interesting shift, though. I mean, you you did the Million Pound Mission, and you did a, a lot of episodes. I know that. Yeah. What what kind of flipped the switch to get you into like like the business of being successful at podcasting? Well, that's that's a good question, Jim. I I did three hundred seventy five episodes of Million Pound Mission, mm-hmm. and so one thing that made me kind of okay with transitioning out of that was like I felt like I delivered like 375 episodes. That's a lot of content. I said what I needed to say. And I felt well, like I was kind of at a stopping point. But the thing, from a business perspective, I had a lot of my health podcaster friends reaching out to me because they saw that I was effectively monetizing with memberships. I was selling coaching. I had online courses. Mm-hmm. You know, I was growing my Instagram following and all this stuff. And they were also podcasting and they're like, Hey, can you help me leverage this podcasting thing? Can I pay you to consult or whatever? And I quickly learned that you can charge a lot more when you're helping other people make money than you can when you're trying to help people lose weight. <laughs> so <laughs> like people are just willing to pay more when you're showing them how to make money. Right. Uh, they see a return on investment. Unfortunately, people aren't willing to invest that much for health, which is sad, but it is what it is. They're like, you know, help me get healthy and fit. I'll pay you 50 bucks. Help me make money. I'll pay you whatever you want. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's kind of the way it works. So I was like, wow, that's kind of in a new frontier. There's, I see the leverage where I can earn quite a bit more income and impact people in a new way. I said what I had to say with the show. I was like, let's, let's transition. Cause for a while I had both shows going. So it wasn't just do one and then, and then do the other. It was, about a year and a half crossover. Mm-hmm. So I was building the pod, the podcasting business school brand and all that. And then once I flipped the switch and, and I sold the uh, the Million Pound Mission brand and um, had somebody new take over with that, who's still going strong with it. So that's awesome. Shout out to Nate Palmer. He's doing a great job. The, the low carb hustle, right? Now it's, it's rebranded as low yeah. carb hustle. So he's doing a great job with it. 
and um, we just went full steam with podcasting business school. And, and I uh, had sold my gym and did all that. So at the end of 2019, I sold my gym. By the end of 2020, 2021, I, we had got out of the health space almost completely. And yeah, 2022, 2023, it's been 100% just podcasting business school. So, and, and a lot of it is really just mentoring people, you know, on how to fix their shows. Yeah. I mean, with the show, I've, I really like to specialize in helping people build a business, obviously monetization strategies, download growth strategies, and audience engagement. And so I'm not really going to dive into what microphone should you use when you podcast or like audio editing tips, or even I don't talk a lot about sponsorships even. It's more for service providers, people that have programs, products, and services. Um, but also I, I, I get a lot of people that aren't service providers that just want to learn how to ramp up their audience engagement, want to get more downloads. But I, I touch on that mm-hmm. quite a bit. And I reverse engineer a lot of the things that I royally screwed up when I first started my show. And, you know, we're in the game long enough. Like we, none of us are seasoned marketers. Well, some of us are, I guess, yeah. so like, but very few. And I was like this meathead gym owner guy. And I'm like, I don't know what Instagram is. I don't know what email marketing is. I don't know what funnels are. I don't know what any of this crap is. I just got to figure it out. And I just had the knack for really doing it poorly to start off on, on everything. And so I learned how to not do a lot of things, reverse engineer it. And that's what I kind of teach on my show where like I, I talked today on an Instagram live, one of the first, for some reason, one of the first ways I decided to try to monetize was to do a live event, which is a bad idea in general. Like let's sell a course or something that's really easy. I'm like, I'm gonna do a live event. And not only am I gonna do a live event, I'm from Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, you know, maybe do a live event in Bloomington, Indiana. No, I decided to do a live event in Los Angeles, California and like book a space. And I had no idea what I was thinking. I, I have no idea. I didn't know anybody out there, but I made it happen. I, I mean, I had a I had some people show up and we did it, uh, but it was a really bad idea to like start like I'm going to make money doing a live event all the way across the country where I have no contacts and I don't know anybody. It sounds like a great idea. Let's go. Um, not a, not a giant podcast following at the time or anything like that. So that was uh, those are stories that I tell in the show. I'm like, that's what not to do. Let's start in this other area first. So I, I love doing stuff like that. When you your show started picking up more downloads was there anything specifically that flipped the switch for you or do you think it was just a combination of well okay well now i'm starting to do things right and everything is just coming together well i started to figure things out and i'm like all right i'm big on like what's the low-hanging fruit like what's the thing that's i'm getting the most juice from each squeeze and there are a few things that definitely helped with my show one was I figured out what SEO was, uh, search engine optimization. Coming from my meathead background, no idea, no idea. SEO, what's what's a SEO that everybody's talking about? Uh, SEO, SEO. Uh, so when I figured out that the name of your show and the words that are in the name of your show really make a huge difference for who finds your show, and then the description in your host, and then the titles of each episode and the words you're using there, like just for people organically finding your show, searching a thing and finding uh, your show as the answer in Google or on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I figured that out and I started using the phrase podcasting tips 
as often as possible. So I've got, I released episode 353 of my show today. And I don't know, maybe 300 have, have the word podcasting tips in it. Cause I'm like, well, that's what people are searching. I want to show up for that. So when they put podcasting tips into Apple podcasts in the search bar, I'm going to be one of this, you know, a few images that pops up and they can, you know, hopefully they, they opt for me or whatever. So I figured that out and that has helped tremendously. And the other cool thing I figured out is when you release new, a new episode, there's about a 72 hour marketing window that on Apple and Spotify, if you get more people listening to that episode within 72 hours of release, they will share your stuff out organically to more people. So what I stopped, what I stopped doing was a lot of podcasters, they release an episode a week and then they'll market that episode for the next week. So I quit doing that. And I focused all that marketing into the three days, the day that it releases and the two days after that. And I started seeing more organic growth, like just more natural, easy stuff for the same amount of overall effort. I was just compressing it into a 72 hour window. So two little things like that. I was like, wow, this, this really uh, helped a bunch. And then the third thing. So I started getting interviewed on a lot of other shows. I started making connections in the space and I started getting on other marketing podcasts and social media podcasts and online business podcasts and stuff like that. And um, speaking at PodFest was a big deal. Like I made a, made a lot of connections there. So I just started, you know, you know how it is. Like naturally we start to network. Podcasting is networking. It's kind of synonymous and you, oh, so-and-so, you should meet them and you should talk to them. And all of a sudden I meet this guy named Chris Kermitzos and he you should come and speak at my event. I'm like, what's your event? He's like, it's called PodFest. I'm like, I've heard of that. Let's, let's do this. <laughs> um, so cool things happen. And so it's been a nice, steady progression. Would I have liked it all to happen faster? Oh, yeah. But I'll, I would do it again just because it's so cool where I'm at right now. Yeah. Now, Adam's show is part of my podcast playlist. And he has other podcasters on the show and he does podcast audits with your podcast pals, as you say. Yep. Uh, yep. What I really find interesting is that when you're advising these different shows, you're not giving them a cookie cutter answer. You're really giving them responses that cater to what would probably work best for their types of show. And that that's really amazing that it just kind of like rattles off your brain like that. Well, Dude, I appreciate that you pick up on that. Like, that's cool that you see that little nuance. And here's the thing. Like, I love it. I love that type of an episode because I like thinking on my feet. Uh, I, like, I like the challenge of that because for me, you know, I'm a serv service provider too. I, you know, provide services for podcasters looking to build a business around their, their brand. So I like to show that off and I like to show off what I can do. I like inviting any listener on and go, all right, what do we got today? And you know, we mainly focus on monetization. We focus on download growth. We focus on audience engagement. Those are the three big lanes, but everybody's got a different amount of experience. Everybody has a different niche. Everybody has a different brand. Everybody has different offers. So there's always a different flavor within those three zones. And like you said, like I love thinking on my feet and going, okay, this person's brand new. They got a giant Instagram following. They don't know what email marketing is. And they're in like the interior design space. Let's figure this out. And I love, I love thinking on my feet. I think it's cool content. And I love, love, love interacting with my audience. Like they, you know, just because I, I mean, I remember, I talk about this all the time. I remember when nobody listened for a lot, a lot of months slash years that I'm just hungry for anybody to listen. So right. 
the fact that somebody comes on my show and they want to be a part of my show, I'm like, this is really freaking cool. And I'm, I'm all in on it. So yeah, that's, it's my, it's one of my favorite types of content to produce for sure. Now you'd probably be an interesting person to ask this question. What do you feel is like the future of podcasting? Do you think that it's going to evolve in a, in a certain direction or is it just going to kind of stay the way that it is where people just download apps and they, they hear the shows where they go to YouTube. Do you, th- you think it's going to be more than that? Well, I think, I mean, who knows where the experience is going to go? Cause I mean, just thinking about since 2015, how things have evolved and that's not that long ago, <laughs> like, <laughs> like just the ease of the technology. Like I started, like I couldn't fig- for the life of me, I couldn't figure out how to just make something go up on Apple podcasts. I had all this audio record. I had like seven episodes. I had to find some dude that was local that I'm like, it was an insurance agent. And I'm like, I hear you have a podcast. How do you make it go on Apple? And I'm like, just cornering him in his office. And I'm not a small individual. I'm still like, I'm like, I'm like six, three, two twenty five. you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like cornering the insurance guy and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, almost non-threatening way. Like, show me how to make it go on Apple <laughs> right now. And uh, so, but just from those and recording on SoundCloud and you had to like do it in the moment and then it went live right then. I couldn't pre-schedule anything to now where like I found Libsyn and all this, like like the tech is so much better and live streaming. I was doing the e-cam thing on, on uh, Skype and just like it would work sometimes. And that was an upgrade from what I, there was some service I originally used that I found that it would only work like half the time. So I would schedule interviews and I would see people trying to log in. Couldn't didn't connect. <laughs> They're just sitting over there. And I was like, it was so embarrassing. But anyway, just like thinking about the last seven, eight years, how much all that's evolved. We got that going in and we can live stream and it's seamless and easy. And people are consuming video like, like YouTube and podcasting. I feel like it's just going to be, choose the way you want to consume this content. Do you want video? Cool. We got that. Do you want live? Cool. We got that. Do you want, you know, just audio? Cool. We got that. It's like, I want, I want to challenge podcasters to think of themselves as a media company more and more. Like we've got social media channels. We've got email marketing, you know, capability. We've got live streaming capability. We've got video. We've got audio. We've got interviews. We've got solos. We've got, you know, online audio, uh, like almost like audio book format. Like I'm, I'm starting to dabble with a new concept of doing limited series podcasts. So I'll just put out a brand new show, but there'll only be 20 episodes because it's on a specific topic, almost like an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Like all these sorts of things that are are possible. Uh, I really see it kind of transforming almost into like a Netflix space where I think podcast hosts are it's already happening. I've got a client that's already doing this, but I think podcast hosts will start getting hired to be hosts of big brand podcasts. Okay. Like, like Kmart or, you know, Kmart's probably a bad, bad example, but like, (laughs) you know, some like Nike, like Nike has the Nike podcast hosted by the podcast Sherpa or, you know, like that's like, because we've got all the experience and we know what we're doing. We've got all the equipment. We got all the tech. We know like we can do this with our eyes closed. And like one of my clients is already out there doing this. She is the, paid host of other people's podcasts. And it's kind of like when Netflix has a new travel reality TV show or something, somebody's got to host that thing and it's the same deal. So uh, that's something that that I see already happening. I think podcast networks are going to get better. Uh, I don't think they're really super well done. 
there's more happening, um, more people trying it. So that means it's got to get better. So I think that's going to evolve quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm still excited to be an independent podcaster, controlling my own destiny, doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. No sponsors, no ads. I get to say whatever I want. So uh, <laughs> that's my preference. But I think cool things like with AI, with virtual reality stuff, like, I mean, the metaverse, all that stuff, like we're going to have our hands on that. And I think it's going to be pretty cool. Do you have uh, a, a number one do and a number one don't for people who want to start their own podcast? Let's see. A number one do for people that want to launch a show. I think it's important to understand your motivation behind it. You know, like what what's that driving force? So there are people that have like an existing brand and they want to grow that brand with a show. And that's a great why behind a show. Other people want to, you know, maybe create a brand new business out of like what I do with podcasting business school. There was nothing there for me. And it all kind of got birthed out of that show. Other people just enjoy the art. Like they love the hobby. They love the audio. They love to nerd out on the equipment and the camera and the mics. And they've got uh, one of my podcasting jokes is like, if you've got more microphones than you have friends, you might be a podcaster. (laughs) it's kind of like a Jeff Foxworthy type of thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that's like, you know, and that's a totally valid reason. Sometimes people talk to me and they're kind of like, I'm not really doing this as a business. Shame, shame, know your name. And I'm like, no, there's no shame in that at all. That's a, like, that's, it's an art form to you. I think that's great. And that's perfect. And that's, you're enjoying it. That's a very valid reason. Some people paint because that is their creative outlet. Like we're creating Content, having unique conversations, putting cool stuff out there, learning, growing, networking. That's a great creative creative outlet. And that's a 1 million percent valid reason to start a show. Uh, now, maybe uh, like on the don't side of starting a podcast, like if you're not sure what you want to talk about, don't just get 12 of your buddies together and be like, okay, I think we're just going to sit around, drink some beer talk sports because that's how all these other podcasters make a million dollars. And it's like, that's probably not going to work. You're going to waste some time and you know, half the friends are going to drop out after the first week and be like, this is dumb. I'm not doing it. And <laughs> it's just going to be a disaster. Um, but I think if you have in your mind that, that mindset or that, that driving force, that why behind the show, it's really going to help. So that'd be a do a don't, uh, another don't besides g- gathering your buddies for a, a beer fest podcast. Um, I think one of the mistakes I see people making, I'll give you a couple of don'ts. One is the titles of their show. A lot of times that's the main reason why people aren't finding them because they don't, there's basically a three-step checklist. One, when I read the name, I want to know what it's about and who it's for. Mm-hmm. Just in the name with no extra. If you got to explain for five minutes, that that's that's that doesn't count. Like that's, you know, my, my chair didn't turn around on the voice to get the red X from Simon Cowell. Like that's, that's not going to work. So that's the first thing. Then I, the next checkbox, I got to have a keyword in there. What is one at least one keyword or phrase that somebody's going to put in Apple Podcasts or Spotify to find a show like yours? And the third thing is I want an identifying term. Who's it for? Like, what is it for, you know, millennials? Is it for financial advisors? Is it for basketball players? Like, who's that for? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I see people 
a giant mistake that I see a lot of people making when it comes to their branding of their show. Um, the other thing is when you launch, I see a lot of people that are only launching with one episode. And what I like to do when I consult on a launch is release four right off the get-go. And I call it your podcast sampler platter because what we want to avoid is like we nail the name, we, you know, the keywords are working. And then people come to the show and they choose your show and they want to listen to your show. And there's only one episode. You got one, you're standing in that batter's box and you get one swing, baby. You better hit a home run. And if they don't like the audio for some reason, they don't like the title, they don't like who you interviewed, whatever reason that episode flops, you're not going to get them back. But if you have four episodes and they go, oh, you know, first two episodes don't sound so exciting, but episode three, that's that sounds interesting. And you get them. And they're hooked. Now they're going to go back and listen to all of them. So uh, I like having, I want four swings when I'm in the batter's box, not just one. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, a mistake that I, that I see people making. Because like I said, you may not get those people to bounce back into your world and you know come and find you again and listen to your show. If we don't get them to hit that subscribe button or follow button right away, um, then we got our work cut out for us. You know, uh, I listened to your episode about like naming your, show and your episodes and it actually gave me an idea to kind of tweak my title as well because now it says too many podcasts exploring podcasts with jim the podcast chirpa so at least somebody yeah. who sees that they yeah. know what it's about they know what it's know? about and you got podcasts in in the title like that's mm -hmm. perfect man that's perfect and i'm seeing a lot of people extending their titles and it works yeah like it really you know, and that way you don't have to rebrand the whole thing. Just add right. a little extension on there and that totally works. Good job. Nice. Yeah, and, I, and I think you even said like, don't use a title that's like an inside joke because nobody else is going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I talk about my original show for this brand Brand was called Casting the Pod. You know, right. the play, the plan words, the funny joke that only I got. And like you think about Apple Podcasts. Obviously, your listeners are podcast listeners and probably never, ever, ever are you going to go into Apple Podcasts and in the search bar, put in casting the pod or any, any of those words for anything. Casting, maybe if you're doing like a fishing show or something like that, or like maybe if you're an actor or something like that, but neither one of those are my audience. So the fact that I didn't have the word podcast or podcasting was idiotic that <laughs> just didn't have it but when i pushed it and i put business in there uh, which is another really good keyword and you know it's an identifying term so if somebody searches business tips i'll also pull up so when they see my my image on their phone they see podcasting business school so it's business tips from a podcasting perspective if they're interested in podcasting, I'm going to get them. I'm going to stand out in that business tips crowd mm -hmm. as the podcast niche person. So it really, really works. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad you added that little extension. I think it's good. Really, it's that's a good move, man. Okay, so since we're talking about podcasts and titles, what are some of the podcasts that you like to listen to? Oh man, I am a full on addict. I, I love. <laughs> I love the Choose FI podcast. It's about financial independence. I am a financial nerd. Like I just got my taxes done and I freaking love it. Like it's, and I, I always find something and I, my accountant hates me because I come back and I'm like, listen, I think we got an error here. I think you messed it up again. And he's like, no, like I know he spends way more time on my taxes because 
like I actually enjoy learning about like, all right, if I, you know, max out my 401k, what does that do versus my traditional IRA or like, I like saving money on taxes. I don't like just ta- getting taxed. I want to save money on, and you know, I'm a, you know, self-employed. So I've got a health savings account and I pay for my own insurance. And like, I understand how that impacts, but anyway, uh, so that, that's a show that I love. I love, uh, choose FI, um, all kinds of health podcasts. Uh, I love the Keto Savage Health Podcast. My buddy Robert, one of my best friends, uh, he's got a show that's that's awesome. Uh, I love the BitBoy Crypto Podcast. Uh, I love learning about cryptocurrency as well in the financial space. Um, Amy Porterfield, Online Marketing Made Easy. One of my like staples. I've, I've bought everything that Amy has ever put out. Um, one of my clients, uh, one of my, it's one of my favorite shows, uh, Jan Ditchfield's got a show called no BS business school. She is outstanding with her content. I listened to that. Uh, and then one I listen to daily is called the newsworthy. And that is a Erica Mandy, uh, Indiana university graduate. We were at Indiana university at the exact same time, never met <laughs> until we started podcasting. Um, yeah, we, we knocked that out and it's been, uh, you know, she's really just super cool, but her show is, uh, you know, she's been on my show a couple of times, which is awesome, but like, every day, 10 minute episode, getting updated on the news and yeah, it's, it's a great show. She does yeah. Great I, I'm, I'm a fan too. So she's another one of my, uh, my daily listens. I, I told her I was a fandy since her, her last name is Mandy. <laughs> I'm an Erica Mandy fandy. <laughs> the fandy army. The fandy. <laughs> army (laughs) there you go okay so we also have a portion of the show and it's called shameless self-promotion and this is where you get to let everybody know where they can get in touch with you and uh anything else that you got going on shameless self-promotion shameless self-promotion Shameless self-promotion. Uh, all right. So I I love to hang out on Instagram. So if any of you, obviously, you know, Debbie, check out Podcasting Business School, wherever you enjoy audio. But Instagram is where you can get into DMs and I answer all of them. And I'm just really big on, you know, being that person that shows up for you all. Again, because I remember all the crickets. I remember the the years of nobody wanting to pay attention to me at all. So if you kick me a DM, I will answer it. It won't be a chat bot. It won't be chat bot 5,000. It'll be Adam, you know, and I'm probably going to drop you a voice message. So you know that it's me. I, that's something I love to do on, on Instagram is people message me and I, I blast them back with a voice message. Like, wow, it's really you. And like, it's your voice. And some people still think it's some sort of an app. Like that sounded so authentic. What app are you using? I'm like, are you kidding me? That was my voice. I pressed the record button and I just sent it to you. Um, but yeah, I, I, if you have questions, if you just want to talk about what I talk about on the show, whatever, that's where I, I love, love, love to hang out just at Podcasting Business School on Instagram. I go live every Tuesday night at 6.30 Eastern. I'd love to have you pop in on that if you want to interact with me live and otherwise hang out in the, the Podcasting Business School ecosystem and hopefully good things will happen for you. Yo. Adam Shively, the, the podcasting business school. You know, we, I I was thinking we're going to use this episode as an experiment. Maybe uh, when once we go off, I'll 
take one of your suggestions and we'll see what we can do. I mean, ultimately, I'm responsible for whatever happens to it, but I'd love to throw something my way and say, see, Adam told me to do that. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. I mean, you should put podcasting business school in the title because, man, when people search my show, then your show will pull up and then you got them. So that's, go. that's that's a good little piggyback technique. Step number one. I usually do that. And most of my most listened to have celebrities names in it that aren't even on the show. <laughs> But it's not like I don't say like Joe Rogan is showing up in 10 minutes or anything like that. I'm not yeah. going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Adam, thank you so much for coming on the show. Sir, I appreciate you. And again, I love your passion in the space. This is why I love podcasting, man. It's just like people like you and I can get together. We can jam out and create cool content and you know, hopefully educate or edutain people a little bit along the way. So I appreciate what you're doing. Uh, if you all enjoyed this episode, make sure that you leave a rating and review wherever you're listening. Give them a million stars and mention that this was your favorite episode by far. And that'll really feed my ego. So I appreciate it. Moving on to Sherpa Samples, and these are some podcasts that I've checked out right off of various podcast charts. And if there's a podcast that you'd like me to sample that I haven't yet, I've done a lot so far. I'm a very busy Sherpa, you know. Just let me know, and if it's one that I haven't heard, I will sample it. And guess what? Your name will get mentioned on this very show. That's right. I'm going to knock into furniture until your name gets mentioned on the show. I don't know. So let's get to the list, shall we? I checked out 10, of course, because I'm a busy Sherpa. Here we go. First one, how did this get made? This is a podcast by three comedians, and they talk about movies that are so bad, they're good. And the movie that they talked about in the episode that I listened to was Ski School. And I was looking over the list of episodes, and none of them are movies that I've ever actually seen. So maybe my taste in movies is good. Well, maybe with the exception of those earnest movies. But never mind, never mind. We will move on. Pod Save America is hosted by some former aides to President Barack Obama, and it is a political discussion. You can tell where it kind of leans there. Uh, very knowledgeable gentlemen. Uh, they talked about Tucker Carlson and the January 6th video, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. And they bring up a lot of interesting points, if that's the type of political stuff that you are interested in. And lastly, uh, TV show podcast, It's The Last of Us, which I believe is available on the HBO Max streaming channel, and it's actually based on a video game, from what I understand. And it is with the creators of the show, and they do talk about each episode. So you might want to see the episodes first before listening to the episodes of the podcast, because there are a few spoiler alerts from what I understand. I haven't seen the show, to be honest with you, but I'm sure if you are a fan of that show, you will be a fan of this podcast. A whole bunch of true crime podcasts for this session, too. Uh, Sword and Scale is a very popular true crime podcast, but I heard a spin-off podcast of it called Sword and Scale Nightmares. It's true crime with spookiness included. And uh, this is very well done about the murder of a young girl. Now investigators found an empty grave and who ultimately the killer was. So if you like 
True crime plus spooky. There you go. Sword and scale nightmares just for you. The deck investigates. Uh, this had to do with the murder of Darlene Hulse. It's hosted by Ashley Flowers. And we've talked about Ashley Flowers before. She is the host and creator of Crime Junkie, and which I think we sampled when we did the true crime sample week. And also the deck itself. But this is one where I guess they're just sticking to one investigation all the way through. And uh, it's a scary kind of case, too, from uh, from a while back. And speaking of cold cases, were we? Oh, yes, we were. The Coldest Case in Laramie. Uh, it's hosted by a lady named Kim Barker. She is a journalist, and it had to do with a murder in Laramie, Wyoming, 40 years ago. And her attempts to reopen this, mostly during COVID. And she, I know she talked to a lot of people who were connected to the victim. The one little warning I'd give you about this show, and I guess they probably received some complaints about it, is uh, Miss Barker speaks with a lot of vocal fry, so if that bothers you, don't listen. I don't know if that's vocal fry or not. (laughs) I have no idea. And also, there was the Murdoch Murders podcast, and that just recently came to a close uh, in real life, here, right now, and it had to do with... Alex Murdaugh and the murders of some of the members of his family and some other people. I believe there was also a show about it on the Netflix streaming network, too, if you wanted to dig a little bit deeper into it as well. But the podcast was very interesting as well. De-Influenced is a new podcast hosted by influencer Danny Austin, and it's basically a peek behind the curtain of the life of an influencer if... That's the type of thing that influences you. It features her and her husband, and they answer a lot of questions, and it's a lot of conversation. I'm sure there's probably going to be different episodes coming up. It was the first episode that I listened to. There are no other episodes out at the time of this recording, so I imagine she's probably going to be uh, interviewing other people as more episodes come along, or maybe just answering more questions about being an influencer, because you know influencers, they've always got a lot to say. And maybe surprisingly enough, there may be a product tie-in. Who knows? What are the odds? And speaking of what are the odds? Okay, so I listened to these two podcasts called Sex Love and What Else Matters and Straight Up with Stasi. And both of the hosts of these podcasts were both cast members in the Bravo TV reality series Vanderpump Rules. Now, I gotta tell you, you know... uh, I'm kind of a reality TV recluse here. I don't know too much about it. I don't know who Vanderpump was, and I don't know who their rules were. I think the rules are that maybe, you know, you shouldn't have too many podcasts about Vanderpump rules. There's also a third one that I didn't listen to called Shonanigans, and that's another cast member of this show. What I don't get. <laughs> okay, maybe one of you rebels can explain this to me. I would gladly appreciate your feedback on this. Apparently... I guess while they weren't filming, there was a big affair with uh, some guy named Tom and some woman named Ariana. And I guess that was a big scandal to all of them. And they had to, you know, choose sides. They were Team Ariana. Okay. A <laughs> uh, little reality check here for you ladies who host the show. You know, you're on reality TV. You know, there's always bound to see some sort of dysfunction, some sort of cheating scandal, someone who turns out to be the villain. This is why people watch these reality shows. Name me a reality show 
that doesn't have some sort of drama in it or some sort of villain. And I'll tell you a reality show that nobody probably watched. This is the way that these things work. So please don't act so surprised because it was actually a cheating scandal. <gasps> okay, I gasped too hard now. So that means we have to head into the outro. We're on that internet thingy at sharepollution.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Tune Into Podcasts. No, you just kind of hit a button. But anyway, thank you for listening to Too Many Podcasts. We're here with new episodes every single Wednesday. We launch it nice and early in the morning, so we've got something ready for your commute. Seven o'clock, that's good enough. I'm, I'm too tired before then. <laughs> Coming to you from Mount Podcastia. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Sharpolution, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and even a little bit of TikTok, too. TikTok, too? Just TikTok. Okay. TikTok. And, of course, can't say enough thank yous to Adam Shibley. And if you are a podcaster, or even just want to find out about Adam, who's an interesting guy, like I said before, check out his podcast. Give his podcast a million stars. And if you want to review my podcast say on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'm having a little contest I thought I'd let you know. Here's the deal, folks. My goal is to shoot for 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. So, this is where I would request your help. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a nice review. And when you do so, let me know. And once we get 100 reviews, please make it nice, by the way, we're going to do a little contest with those names who have entered reviews and for your kindness one of you just may win something from the t-sharper shop and you get to choose the item and i will pay for it and i will ship it to your home it's that simple i know everything is that simple isn't it anyway check it out we hope you can do that and thank you so much for listening and again you can hear this on any of your favorite podcast apps like potapolo or potamo or any of the big ones that are there on sharpolution.com, or you can listen right on the website. There's a lot of fun things going on. I've been tweaking the website. Hope you check it out. And until next time, folks, I will say to you, Viva la Sharpolution, Mr. Bruce. Let's head on out of here. Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition! Viva la Chapalition! <coughs> oh. Yo, come back now, you hear? <laughs>